Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy. Let's start with the intro, and let's get the show on the road. It's the Rad Reality Show, and this is Ron Rad. Tonight we talk amazing race. If you guys have a question, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Welcome, amazing race fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'm Cherry Garcia. It's September 27, 2015, and it's time for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show, and I'm so happy to announce that we have our original host of this show back with us for this season. Mr. Louis Stravato from Season 16 will be hosting this entire season, and I promise you're going to love him. Everyone loves Louis. Of course, we're going to miss Mary and David Conley, and we hope they can come back and join us on a couple of shows during the season. But they weren't able to come back and cover the entire season, so I had to find us a host. And when I asked Louie if he could come back and join us, when he said yes, I promise you, I was absolutely over the moon. I was so thrilled and so honored. So, as everyone knows, um, I can't wait to start the show just you're invited to call in and join us and be part of this show by dialing one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. Please remember to press the one key once you're on our switchboard. That lets us know that you want to join us on air. Myself and Paul from Minnesota will be your co-host tonight. So let's say hi to Paul and see how he's doing up in Minnesota. Then we're going to bring up Louie and get this show started. Paul, how are you doing tonight? 
Hey everyone, hi Cherry. It was a good sports day for Minnesota, so I'm happy. Our Minnesota Twins won. They're trying to get into a playoff spot. Uh, our uh, Minnesota Lynx of the WNBA just made it uh, into the, the WNBA Finals, and our Vikings kicked the Chargers' butt. So it couldn't have been wow. better. Wow. You've had a busy day, huh? Yep. It sounds like it. Well, I'm glad all your teams won. It's not. It's a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't wait to get our host up here with us, so let's intro and let's get this show started. Here we go, folks. back. How are you, Louie? I'm doing well, Cherry. What's going on, Paul? How you doing? How you guys? How are you guys? I'm thrilled. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Doing great. Welcome, Louie. Good, good. I'm I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for having me back. I was so, like, shocked when Cherry called me the other day. It was funny because my, um, my boy um, at the gym I train at, he was like, you haven't done that podcast show in a while. I said, yeah, I know. Well, you know, because of my last job, um, I wasn't able to do it. And um, so he um, said it. And then that night, Chevy's calling me up saying, do you want to be back on the podcast show? So I'm like, yeah, I do. So I'm very, very excited. Uh, but I got a lot of things going on. So hopefully I can be the whole season. But, you know, we'll, let's stop from here. Just excited to have you back, Louie. It's so great to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. It's so cool hearing the, the intro song. Thank you, Paul. Um, it's, you know, it's been a while, but it seems like it was yesterday, too. So. Yeah, 27th season of the Amazing Race. Today's the 27th. Race. Oh, yeah, Today's season 27. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. And it's the 27th. Yep. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> yep. just meant to be, Louie. <laughs> I think so too, Jerry. I, I hope everybody's so. in good health and um, everybody's doing well. I, you know, I miss you guys. And um, you know, like I said, it's been a while. I just um, a couple of months ago, I did a, a, a huge charity event with um, um, Survivor people. Uh, it was in it was in Massachusetts, and it was really cool. It was Rodney um, from Survivor. Um, 
the one who um, didn't get his birthday cake. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Yeah. Is there a delay? I'm just, it seems like there's a delay. No. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Um, so, anyways, he had this huge charity event for because he had a sister who had, um, um, what do you call it, um, drug issues and stuff and, um, and passed away and stuff. Oh, so, yeah, and so I helped, like, raise some money for him and along with so many other people from Survivor. And it was the who's who of Survivor there. It was pretty cool. So it was, you know, because I'm a big Survivor fan myself. Like, as you know, I originally applied for Survivor. So um, so it was it was very cool for me. I, I Me, along with the, the 20s, was were the only other teams from Survivor there. I mean, from the amazing race. So, wow, um, the twenties were there, yeah. huh? Yeah, the twenties were there. Yeah, oh yeah, yep, yep. And uh, it was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. It was a good cause, and um, they raised a ton of money. Um, you know, so it, it was fun, and I, and I continue to do that. And I can, you know, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. You're well, always giving back, Louie. That's one thing I, I will say. You have always been one to do so many charities and give back to as many as you possibly can, and I respect you so much for that. Well, Terry, you know, like I said in the past, and I'll say it again, uh, I was blessed to be on The Amazing Race. And I was, you know, I'm behind you, behind you. The cat. Um, sorry. <laughs> the cat almost ran out of the door. Um, um, I was blessed to be on The Amazing Race, and, and I am no better than anybody else as far as I'm concerned, and who am I not to give back? And that's my whole point. So, you know, I mean, there was some, some of these young kids you see that do these charity events that were on reality shows, you know, they, they're not seeing the real big picture. It's sad, you know. And I, you know, well, I'm like a, lot you, a lot of them are like coming out now, and, and they, they seem like they're, go ahead. they want to be, treated like they're rock stars as soon as they walk off their shows and they I don't know, no. it's like they're not they don't even appreciate their fans it, it's just a different a whole different yeah. kind of ball game than it was even just a few years back, you know Look, I don't know if you, if you saw when um, it's a place out of Asia I think, or wherever, wherever it was but it was, they did a they did a um, a vote on um, for different people, and I I was nominated as being a fan favorite, you know, giving back to the fans, and I actually won it. You know, not that it was a big thing; it wasn't like this like big voting thing, but it was nice, um, and it was nice to be noted as. A fan, I, I mean, a, you know, a celebrity, reality celebrity who gave back. Because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, I'm, I was just a police officer um, who did my job, and I got the chance to be on a reality show. And thank you to, you know, Bertram Van Munster and that crew. Um, they gave me that opportunity, and I pay back every day. And and yes, I am still riding that wave from the amazing race. It's been, you know, six years now and I'm still riding it. And why shouldn't I still ride it? You know, who's, who's to tell me I can't ride it. 
and I'll stop writing it when it ends, and it, and it hasn't ended yet. So I love it. You know, and I got some big things going on, and there's one big thing I'm really excited about. Um, A&E, I, me and um, um, Jim Vaklica, who was on Expedition Impossible, um, which was not only a one-season thing, but he really put himself out there after doing it. He did a lot of charity events, and people know who he is, even though that show was one lit, one season lit. Um, he kept current. And he and he had put in an application for this show with A and E, and I can't really get into the name of the show, but I can you know I can let you know that it's like pretty much police related, because Jim is a Waltham police officer in Massachusetts, but puts in this application and they liked him a lot, and then they said to him they reached out to him and he said can you um, find somebody as a partner, and he said yes I can, and he called me up. I, in turn, put in an application right away. That day, they're calling me, telling me, we need to do a Skype interview with you and Jim. We do the Skype interview, and they loved us. And we, like, about a week and a half ago, we got an email saying, A&E likes you guys. We'll be, we'll be back in touch soon. Last, like, three days ago, about three days ago, we got an, e- an email saying, A&E really likes you guys. We'll be in touch soon. So this is looking really, really good. So they, I might have something in the horizon with Amy. So, so when you I'm when so you, 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 you you those who follow me will see my posting and you'll see what's going on. So when it I happens, certainly you're in my prayers, Lori. That that thank you, thank you comes to be, and that. I I think you would be you and Jim together. I know Jim as well, and the two of you together would be. Amazing. (laughs) So I just pray that comes through and uh, happens for the both of you. I I just think that would be such a blessing for both of you and and for all of us fans too because yes, exactly. We would get to see you guys guys on TV again. Yeah, you guys all know me personally, so it'd be pretty freaking cool, you know, you know, to, to be able to watch it and say, you know. I know Louie, and he's a good guy, and he's my friend, and I love you guys, so I, I appreciate your support, and I'm totally Absolutely. So, um, anyways, um, uh, what's going on? How's everybody doing? I, I, I missed this, and this was fun, and I love hearing, um, you know, I, I love hearing the old music. I love hearing the old me and Ron Rad, God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're still playing. How many, how many years has it been so far that did Ron pass? Four now. How many years now? He's been, wow. He's been gone wow. four years. Yep. And I still ha- I still can't take his intros off the beginning of our shows, you know? It's still yep. it's still like his show to me, you know? Yeah. Yep, it is. It is and and I God bless you for that, Jerry. That's awesome. You know, why not? You know? I mean, look, the bottom line is if it wasn't for you and Paul, this show wouldn't, you know, this show, um, Michelle's show, and whatever other shows you're going on, you know, wouldn't be, wouldn't exist without you guys. So, I mean, that's the bottom line. And, yeah, it was Ron, but, you know, in reality, now it's you and you and Paul, and thank you. You know, you keep us alive. So, and I think Paul, thank you, so much. you know, constantly because Paul is always there. You know, 
always there. Never misses. And, you know, there's not a lot of people you can depend on like that. So, you know, on air. Paul, are you you sleeping over there? I haven't heard a word out of you. What's going on? He's being quiet tonight. (laughs) Paul, don't you miss me there? I'm here. I'm I'm just doing (laughs) other things in the background. but uh, Uh, I'm teasing you, Paul. I'm teasing you, buddy. (laughs) So, the... uh, is it safe? I, you can't talk about it, but is it safe to assume that this is a reality-based show on A&E? Or is it, yes, is, it's a reality-based okay. show, but we're not contestants. We are, um, we're actually, I believe, going to be hosts of it, is what, the way it's looking. Awesome. So um, that's what it's looking like to me. <laughs> so it's not like a one-time thing. It's like a full-time thing, I'm assuming. So, you know. Not a ghost. So, but I you know more once episode. I find out what's going on. So, this, this show has not been on before. It would be a brand no, new one. No, no, brand brand new show, brand new everything, brand new. Awesome. So, yeah. So, um. So, anyways, um, I, I like the way that the season started off. It was kind of fun, you know. I like I like the characters. They did they did a really good job on that. Um, I'm kind of bumming who got knocked off. We'll talk about it later because I I thought they would have been hilarious. But um, do you want to go over the eleven teams and who they yeah, are? Yeah, let's go over the eleven teams. Let's go over the eleven teams first. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. All right. So we had we had we had Justin and Diana. Uh, um, they, he proposed to her under the Northern Lights. He did a whole amazing race theme with her. Um, very, very um, cool and sexy how he um, proposed to her. Um, so I, I think they're going to be a fun team, and I think they're going to be a team to watch. Um, they they had their difficulties in this first leg. Uh, they started off strong, got weak, got strong. I mean, it's like it's the amazing race, though. So um, what do you right. think of them? I thought they were, I thought they were pretty. I thought they're going to be a good team. I, I like how I he's like emotional, you. you know, because he's very, very yeah. passionate, which I, which I liked, because I mean, he's more passionate know. or more emotional than she is. Um, oh my God! They yeah. did, yeah. They cre- he created his own amazing race uh, version through six states, ending up under the Abor Borealis lights, where he proposed to her, and everything was videotaped, put it on YouTube, and it became a viral video. Um, on right. YouTube, exactly. it wound up on yep. BuzzFeed, AOL, Yahoo, um, all those, you know, type places, and now they are on the, the Amazing Race themselves, and it's meant so much to him. He's been such a big fan, and yep. then, you know, we saw what happens on, the, we'll talk more later about what happens yeah, on this yep. very first leg, but um, they are super fans of the show. They're known as the Green Team. Yep. Hashtag Hashtag Green Team. Exactly. Hashtag Green Team. I mean, look, I didn't like the colors now, so you're going to have to help me out with that part. Okay. Okay. No, but I I, I do like them. I I do think they're going to be a team to contend with. Um, I like like his passion, and, um, you know, I mean, he loves, loves Diana, and he loves the show, and... um, and you know we'll talk about that. I mean, uh, so I think they I think they have something there, and I hope they stay for a while. 
Then we got um, then we got Tiana and Josh, the, the pretty boys out of Texas, and um, they they may be a team to contend with throughout this game. I thought they, you know, they started off like I'm like, all right, what are these two gonna do? But they um, they impressed me, so they they really did a turnaround, and I and I liked them. I, I now now I kind of like them, you know. At first I'm like, eh, eh, you know, but. Um, and what color? What's what's their color? Do you did you have that? Or, um, they're Josh? Team Texas. Right, Team Texas. Hashtag okay. Team Texas. Yeah. Hashtag Team Texas. And now, um, then we got um Alex and Adam, the um, the two um brothers with they're brothers, right? Are they brothers? They're, or they're just friends. Cousins, they're cousins, right? But they both they have pseudo pseudo condroplasia. Condroplasia. Right. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they got the lip. Not, no, not be disrespectful. Little man syndrome, like um, you know, they're, they're little people. So I mean, um, you know, they, they um, I'll, they impressed me as well. Like I mean, they, you know, so they did well. Um, then we have um, the Asian couple, Cindy and Rich, and Cindy's a dentist, and Rich is an obstetrician and a gynecologist. Um, so they already make a lot of money, but they're on the show, anyways. And uh, <laughs> but um, they're the check. They, yeah, they, they are gonna be a team to contend with. I think. I think they're gonna be in top three right now. As I'm looking at this, I they he is very very competitive as we saw, um, and we'll talk about it later. Um, so I hope that doesn't affect the game with her. You know, she wasn't as intense as he is. Um, so we could almost have that Joe and Heidi um, thing, like in my season, you know, where he thought he was better than you know everybody else, and right. but he doesn't seem that way. He doesn't seem that way right now. So, um, and so both we'll of their fields, they have to remain calm, cool, and collected under pressure, and I think that will serve them in this race because there is sure. so many tense moments, you know, where nerves get the best of people. And if they yep. can stay calm, you know, and focused in those tense moments, that will do them well, you know, in this game. So that they have that on their side. So Right. Exactly. So all right, so now we go on to Denise and James Earl. That's a mother and son team. Um I guess James when he came out of the closet, um to be when he announced that he was gay, his mother was not accepting at first. Um, I guess now she is, but you know they they still have um, roads to mend between each other, and I'm guessing this is the place they want to try to do it <laughs> on the Amazing Race. So um, we'll see how that goes. You know, I mean, she looked like she was in pretty decent shape. I mean, he looks like he's in good shape. I mean, so we'll see what happens. We'll see how you know. The, the the game is not only about being in shape, but it's also about being mentally um, there as well. So, um, if the mental game takes effect and they they're at each other, that could affect them down the road. So we'll yeah. you know we'll go from there. Um, team Alabama. We're going to Team Alabama hashtag, and um, yeah. then we go on to Jasmine and Danielle, um, two black women who are track stars. Um, they um. I, you know, it's, it, episode one is hard to really look and judge who's going to be this and who's going to be that because everything is condensed into one hour, the whole show. 
So it's, you know, you can't get a true feel for everybody, you know. So sometimes you almost, when you can't get a feel for somebody, you wonder, like, all right, this person is going to be on for a while. Uh, you know, you just feel, you, you know, the, the, the um, they did well in the show. The directors liked them, so they give those people a little more attention. I didn't really see much from Jasmine and Danielle. I mean, they they had their problems. Um, they you know did well when they did the um, the um, the volleyball the the foot volleyball you know. Um, but other than that, we, we, that that's still on the fence for me. Um, Logan and Chris. Those, that's another two. They're paparazzi, boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, so an interesting couple. Um, I'm just curious to see, you know, where that goes. Um, again, I don't, I haven't seen anything that impresses me with those two either. Um, Tiffany and Krista, um, the, the cheerleaders, the former NFL cheerleaders. Um, again, it, they, you know, they had their struggles during this episode. Um, so we're going to have to see where that goes. And let's see um, what's going on. Uh, uh, Kelsey and Joey, the reporters out of California, um, so they've been dating a year and a half. Um, they they were very they were very quiet. You barely saw them on this leg of the race. Um, you, you saw them in the very beginning. You saw them near the end. You saw them doing their things, but they, that was a quiet team that you didn't really you can't really talk about. Now Kelly and Siobhan. Um, the TMZ um, people, and uh, they, uh, I, I like them. I, I like them. They, uh, they, they were interesting because they were they had some good one-liners. Um, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you one of them later when we talk about the episode. But I mean that I really you know I, I kind of I kind of laugh. You chuckle. You know, it's like because they they had it's almost like they had no filter. So. Um, and then the last team is Ernest and Jin, the two dancers. Um, I didn't really get a feel as far as whether they're straight or gay. You know, you have you always have that outside team that's you know you got the gay son, but I don't know. They're on the fence for me as far as what it is. It do, doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't matter to me. And they're homeless. Hopeful, and they're homeless on top of it. Yes, yeah. So I mean. Can't be that homeless if they got on the show. They did contact, but <laughs> not for nothing. You know, they they can play that game. You can play, oh, they're homeless, they're homeless. But um, and um, as far as uh, Ernest and Jen, you know, they 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 did well. They they were, you know, they, um, so we're gonna we're gonna see where that goes. But um, like I, like I said, as of right now. To me, Justin, Diana, Justin and Diana, Tanner and Josh, and Cindy and Rich are my top three as of today. So note that somewhere, and let's see where it goes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Put that somewhere in your notes. Put that somewhere in your notes, and let's see where it goes. <laughs> you know. Um, so I mean, this this season um, of the Amazing Race, season twenty-seven, leg one, was titled "A Little Too Much Beefcake," and we'll explain what that means in a minute. Um, and so, as we go, I mean, uh, you know, Phil, Phil's going. They're going. They're going to five continents this year, ten countries, traveling over thirty-four thousand miles. All right. So, here's my question: 
here, let's start this off before we even start talking about the episode. What's up with everybody wearing white bathing suits? Why? <laughs> On that, Why is everybody like wearing white race. bathing suits? I don't I've never seen that no. before. I didn't Did get that notice? one either. Oh, yeah, I did. did you know? I, yeah. I, I don't know what that was about. I, I mean, the little short shorts for like, the guys. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like they gave them bathing suits. You're wearing these. This is what you're wearing. Yes. They did. They had to climb under those little tent things that their head stuck out of and change their clothes into those white uh, yeah. bathing suits. And why? I don't know I don't why know. they had to have, you know, swimsuits on to do a puzzle. That was a little well, odd to me. but I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Random blue. <laughs> Hashtag random blue. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, we have somebody so, I'm going to bring on on the air with us. Um, my husband's oh, awesome. actually home now, and Rich is going to join us. So I know awesome. I have a lot to say, but Rich is on air with us now. So, Rich, welcome. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hey, Rich. How are you doing? Good, man. How you been? I'm doing well. I am now officially a day shift worker, so nice. life is good. Good, good, good. That's awesome. Nice to hear from you. I also have a the theory, theory wh- on the white bathing suit thing. And what is that? My theory is that there's so many people on the beach down there wearing bathing suits, and they wanted them to stand out as the contestants for the cameras. Um, yeah. So all the viewers would be able to determine who was who on the beach. That's my best guess. See, I didn't I didn't watch the show Friday night, and I, I obviously missed what Cherry saw as far as the um, them changing into the bathing suits there because um, I was watching it on DVR. But I wasn't fast forwarding that much. I was I was fast forwarding, rewinding, fast forwarding, rewinding, getting getting all my notes in order, you know. And um, I, I I missed that. So, anyways, um, so that being said, I mean it kind of makes sense if they had them change at the beach into these bathing suits that they all just gave them one bathing suit to wear, type of bathing suit. So that makes sense. It, it makes sense now. Now I understand in a way why. They all had the same bathing suits on. So that was my bad. Bad host. <laughs> no, no. It was, it was weird. They had this little, it looked like a like a carnival tent kind of thing is what it reminded me of that they put yeah. over them and their heads stuck out from the top of it and the center of it. But it covered their body and they were able to change underneath it into this bathing yeah. suit. And... You know, the, they were kind of teasing each other about the guy's shorts being so short, uh, you know, being so short. And yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of odd, you know. All the girls yeah. had the white yeah. bikinis, and the guys had the white short shorts. And yeah. why you well, would need that to do a puzzle? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know... Um, 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 I think it was Siobhan who says, "Yeah, she goes, yeah. Now I got, now I have skin cancer. So, anyways, <laughs> being on the beach that whole time, 
I've been putting that puzzle together. But um, I thought it was a fun first episode. I don't think it was that strenuous of a first episode, like you know. And again, it, and again, you got a, you got eleven teams running around, so it's hard to do like big event type things in the first one. That's you know, that's my opinion. You know, like, but um, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scenery. My God. So, um, do we want to get into talking about the episode? Um, sure, go right ahead. All right. <laughs> All right. So, hello, everybody. Uh, again, my name's Louie. Um, I was from season 16 of The Amazing Race. And I am hosting this show put on by the amazing Cherry Garcia and Paul from Minnesota. And along with Cherry's beautiful, handsome husband, Rich, in the background. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, so, all right, season 27. Um, which was titled A Little Too Much Beefcake, um, leg one. Um, they started out in Venice Beach, California, and that's where the starting line was, and they ran shoeing taxi to get on a flight um, to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. My God, that's amazing in itself, you know. Um, well, if you got there first, there was one ticket for first flight out of there, which was a 30-minute different from the next flight. And then, um, and if you were you were to win this first leg of the race, you would win the express pass. So um, what they did once they got to Rio de Janeiro, they had to get on these water bikes. And um, the water bikes were pretty cool. You know, they, uh, you know, they're thinking bikes. When they got there, there were these water bikes in um one person laid off to the side while the other one was biking along on it, and um, and so uh, we called the uh, with the brothers. I mean the um, the uh, two the um, Tanner and Josh <laughs> at one point actually broke their bike. <laughs> so the two the yeah they Texas were out guys, front. Yeah, you know, they were out front. And they they ended up breaking it, so now they had to paddle the rest of the way in um, by hand. They did it though. So, um, so what do you call it? Um, getting there, getting there first for that crew was Justin and Diana, the the guy who proposed, who was all over the internet, um, and they got the first flight to Rio de Janeiro, which would give them a thirty minute lead at that point. Uh, as I was talking about before, the the Siobhan and uh, Kelly um, had some really good one liners. I'm sure Rich. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul, you have some other one-liners because I know you like to grab them here and there. Uh, but my favorite was when they said, um, when they were talking about the mother and son, um, Denise and James Earl, she said, they look like Norman Bates. You know, I, I was I was dying. I don't know. I, you know, I didn't think it was disrespectful. <laughs> it's just a look. And, and then... The, the cameras scanned over to the mother, and she did have that kind of freaky look to her at that point in time. So, am I wrong? I, I don't know. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, you're uh, not wrong at all. <laughs> all right. And, 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 Paul, am I wrong? Did they have some really good one-liners? I, they, I thought they were, you know, because of their history with TMZ, 
you know, they 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 do have that tendency to look at a film or look at people and just like rip them apart, you know. So not not always in a good way, but anyways. Um, so they had this this flight was six thousand miles. Um, so that's a pretty long flight. Um, so when they arrived into Rio, they went to the hell um they went to a Lagoa helipad and they had to sign up for a ride. And so the uh, all right. so in the meantime, the flight that he and her, uh, I'm sorry, um Magadoff, Justin and Diana are on had a twenty minute delay. So when they got in, when they got there, they were they were seeing other teams right behind them. What they did though, they were there they did they did have that ten minute lead, so they did get the first clue and in the first clue with with the route info was a fast forward. And it was a leap of faith. Um so Justin Diana decided to do that and they go to um the club Sao Coronado Beach and um they had a this hang uh, they, I guess it was a hang glider that had to take off in order for them to get the, to get this fast forward. Well they get there, and the wind was at very dangerous speeds, and the, the guy, the instructor there, could not give a time for them to take off. That when they said, right now, nobody's going anywhere, you know, because it was like, what, 10 minutes, half hour, an hour, and because nobody's going anywhere right now. So they decided, now they lost a lot of time, and they ended up deciding to go back with the other people. The route info was a flight in a helicopter, and it proceeded to the Christ Redeemer Monument. Well, it went, go, it would go, it went by it. When they land um, from there, they had to answer a question about what they'd seen um, during the flight for the next clue. So the question was, when they got to the, the gentleman, what is the name of the monument you passed um, during your flight? Cindy and Rich, the doctor and uh, the doctor team, um, answered properly, and so they were they were the first at that point in time. The next clue was a detour, and it was sand or sidewalk. Sand, you you had played foot foot volley, which volleyball um, against pros allowed who were only allowed to use their hands, and um, you were I'm sorry. Correction. Pros were only allowed to use their body, feet, head. They could not use their hands. The teams, the Amazing Race teams, were allowed to use any part of their bodies to get at least six points before the pros scored 18 points. With the sidewalk, it was a stone mosaic sidewalk that ran for two miles long. But what they had to do was put a geometric slide puzzle together in the pattern of the sidewalk of the pavement. Um, so, uh, Tanner and Josh uh, were the first to get to the foot volley. They did very well. Um, and um, so, once, like, all right, so teams went back and forth between the foot volley. And the struggle was Kelly and Siobhan had a hell of a time with the stone mosaic. Um, they, which um, really, really, they were they were there like one of the first like one of the first teams in the like top three to be at this thing, and they were there like for the 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 rest of it. 
Um, as far as the foot volleyball, teams went back and forth. Um, there was not many teams actually did the foot volleyball, but the ones who did, um, most of them did well. Um, I'm trying to remember there was um, a couple of teams that just struggled. But I'll tell you what, Alex and Adam, for you know, having – you know, pseudochondroplasia did well. They, um, they, they, they got their points. They, they, for you know, for the size, they, they did well. It was impressive, you know. Um, Justin and Diana started off with the puzzle and decided to go do the the, the volleyball, and then they, 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 they did a big turnaround. Justin and Diana did a huge turnaround um, because they were they thought they were done. And that puzzle really put Justin and Diana back in the picture. Um, Cindy and Rich, they ended up doing the puzzle. They hung in there, but Rich was, like, very, very controlling. Very, like, you know, even the way, even Cindy said, you know, my husband's used to talking to other nurses and, um, and uh, other people in the, in the operating room, you know, with control. You know, I'm his wife, you know, so... That's, like, like I said, that's going to be interesting, but I really think they're a strong team. Um, Denise and James, um, what, did they They tried the volleyball, right? I'm, I, I'm throwing a blank on them. But, Denise um, and James did um, the sidewalk. They did the sidewalk, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Tiffany and Krista, they they um they didn't they did the the sidewalk, right? Now see here's here's where I like forget a couple a couple of them like I got sloppy at the end with this part of it, um, but again most most of the teams like there was a couple of teams that did awful and and then they went on to the other leg of the race, but um Josh Josh and Tiana just you know, I wouldn't say they pulled it out of it. They just they did well. They turned it around. They um they were smart. And I I, I, I would have I hate those mosaic puzzles. I can't stand those mosaic puzzles. I've never been good at those damn things. I've always <laughs> I've always broke the pieces out and put them back in to to fix it. Uh, <laughs> so totally um, agree. Oh, I can't stand them. I can't stand them. But um. As the problem with Josh and Tanner is the guy at the cabana told them that they could walk to the pit stop. Yes. Yeah, that was a problem. Yeah. But, I mean, not that it was a problem. I mean, because they still came in first. I mean, they came in first. Yeah, um, they did They did come in first, but, yeah. you know, they, they could have lost it because if there hadn't been True. traffic, Jasmine and Danielle could have pulled ahead of them in a taxi. Yeah. Yeah, and they may have had a much traffic. larger lead on the next yeah, yeah. leg. They may, they may have had a larger no, lead. Yeah, they would have had a more of a time lead, correct, if they got there right. Because, you know, as you know, you leave in order of, you know, so like the next team behind you, however far, whether they were five minutes, a half hour, an hour, that's how much behind they, you, they, you they are, you know. Um, what I do remember is that um, Kelly and Siobhan were absolutely awful at the volleyball, and then they were even more bad, and they were even more worse at the mosaic puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so Josh and Tina got to the, the pit stop first. 
and um, they won the express pass, um, which has to be used before the fifth leg. Um, and um, if they, um, if they um, what do you call it? once they use it, they have to hand it over to another team. So, um, and then that team has to use it on the next leg of the race. Right. Exactly. Thank you. So, um, so they they did well. Good, you know, I wish them luck. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Jasmine and Danielle came in second. Um, again, Jasmine and Danielle are the track stars. So they were kind of like um, they were a little silent, but they came in second. You know, they they weren't like you know they weren't a team that stuck out. Stuck out to me, they weren't. You know, um, then you got. You know, Cindy and Rich, who, like I said, I believe are going to be in top three at the end, um, they came in third. Um, Denise and James Earl, the mother and son team, came in fourth. Um, um, Logan and Chris, who are the um, the paparazzi, they ended up coming in fifth. Alex and Adam, the cousins, came in sixth. Ernest and Jen, the dancers, came in seventh. Um, Kelsey and Joey, who are the reporters out of California, came in eighth. Justin and Diana, who are lucky they didn't get eliminated after, you know, hey, but it's the, it's the race, you know. Um, I tell you, when me and Mike went for the fast forward in our season, we didn't know the brothers already tried going for it. And we went for it, and we still were able to turn it around and still not lose that leg of the race. So, but, you know, you've got to go for it. When you got to fast forward, you have to. I mean, especially if you know you're near the top of the pack, you've you got to go for it. It's, it's, you know, it's a game changer, if anything. Um, Tiffany and Krista, who are the cheerleaders, are lucky to be in, at Team 10. And it's sad, I'm sad to say Kelly and Siobhan um, – who took them three hours and 45 minutes to do the puzzle, were eliminated. <laughs> Phil actually had to come to them to tell them you're done. <laughs> so, um, you know it's bad when you see Phil show up at, at the uh Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so and then they headed for the bar. Yeah, exactly, right, exactly. <laughs> um. That that was this week's episode, and uh, I enjoyed it. And um, they got, they got some good strong teams, and and um, hats off to Bertram and his team. You know, sh- showing a great first episode and showing beautiful sights and views of Rio de Janeiro and and back here in the United States, Venice Beach, California. I've been on those boardwalks before; they're beautiful. So, um, you know, let's see, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. It's going to be a fun season. So, yeah. Or quickly reminded of why the show has won so many Emmys. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing job by the directors and the uh, and the people who edit the films. That's a huge, huge job on their part, right there. You know, um, what they do and how they do it, um, which has caused them to win numerous Emmys, like you said. So, yeah. what was your question, Rich? Yeah, did it seem to anyone else that the question that you had to answer when you got off the helicopter was uh, pretty 
pretty easy for the Amazing Race. I mean, oftentimes you got to climb to the top of a building and spot a clue somewhere out in the surrounding city or something. And that one, it's like the only thing you, you know, you couldn't hardly miss the Christ yeah. Redeemer statue. So I don't know if that was because of the logistics of putting people back on a helicopter if they couldn't answer the question or what, but it just seemed awfully easy. I I agree. I, I, but you know what? I mean, yeah, they could they could have put them back on helicopters, number one, like you said, Rich. You know, so it's like, so, I mean, it could, but I don't know. I agree with I, I you. Know. Let's put it that way. I agree. Um. Well, maybe well, you know, maybe like you said, the like first you said, like the race being easy on them. You, you can't put you can't put them back on a on a thing on the um on the plane. You know, they're not going to do that. Right. Right. So, but anyway. Well, you remember, um, like the one year they had the weird little pod things that went all the way around the top of this building, and you had to find a clue. And it was yes, inside that, the yeah. pods, and if you couldn't find it, you had to wait till it rotated all the way around and then get in a different one. So yep. that was I really remember like that. A, it was like a real game changer for a lot of teams. Well, you know, you got you got to think about it. Like I said, it's it's all about like time, money, and everything else, and. What they do is amazing in itself. So um, it, you got you got to think money, time, and everything else. So and it's you know it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money they they put into that show. You know. Yeah. So. I mean. Like I, you, I tell people, people go, well, how much did you spend? How much did you? How much money did you have to? I guess not a dime, not a dime. So, so, and so you just think about it. You know, it's not like Survivor. If you look at the the prizes um, on Survivor, like first through whatever third, and they're big money, but they've been on an island the whole time, not traveling, not doing. It. Well, first right. through fifth or whatever, the money, like, we came in fourth, and we got $7,500. Granted, the first prize is a million dollars, but I look at it as I went around the world. I traveled over 44,000 miles, and and I got, you know, this view and this sight and these flights and this food and, the, you know, so you got to, you know, they put some serious, serious money into it, and retarded amount of money, you know. So I don't know if you guys seen my posting, but I, I put up a throwback Thursday about a month ago of um, when I was crawling through the trenches in France, and I mentioned it. And I said it was one of the you know most amazing um, things I did, and um, Bertram Van Munster actually commented on it and talked about how. Um, Dog tags were drenched up from soldiers when they um, did, did the reenactment of the scene where the war actually happened, and they actually returned them to families. These um, dog tags and stuff. Um, oh. 
Yep. That's so. so cool. It was very very cool. If you can go back on my thing and look at it, it was like it's like wow. I said I said to him, I go, that's a story within itself. I'm surprised, you know, that a separate documentary isn't made about the Amazing Race. And I'm I'm assuming someday there may be, you know, of things that they've seen and done. I mean, you know. That's that's always been one of my favorite challenges on the Amazing Race, that when you guys reenacted that. (laughs) Yeah. That was was, was was really, really, that was nuts. But, um, Anyway, I had such an amazing time doing this. I thank you guys so much. My God, I mean, thank you for having me back. Oh, so um, I'm gonna throw this out there. You just talking about soldiers and things. I just happened to yep. retweet a tweet earlier, and it's from um, somebody over on the East Coast who thought of this idea. Um, it's called Dog Tag Brewing. And it honors soldiers killed overseas and raises awareness for charities in their honor. Mm-hmm. And it's um, an article in the Boston Herald, so I imagine he's out of Boston that's doing it. But what a great idea. It shows the beer can, and there's a story of a, you know, a soldier on each beer can. Oh, wow. And that's very cool. they're, you know, whatever charity they want you know, the money to be raised for. Yeah. I just thought, what a great idea. And it's called Dog Tag Brewing. That's very cool. Isn't that an awesome idea? You know, you, you just never know. Somebody can come up with the greatest ideas and help charities along the way. And I think that's just so awesome when the two mesh yeah. like that. And, uh, keep those soldiers' names, you know, in the forefront and don't ever forget them because they fought for our country, you know. No, that that's very cool. That 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 should raise a lot of money and I hope the money goes to the right places. So you know, I I just do because you know there's there's so many charities out there and sometimes the money doesn't go to the right places. And so I hope that's not the case here. So, I mean, they, you know, they say they're going and they, you know, like only 20% goes to the charity and the rest goes to the you know, organization that's running it. I've seen that happen. So you got to be very careful when you're um, donating money to these some of these things. I, you know, I almost say Google them, make sure that you and try to find out how much of the money is actually going to the cause. So, you know, please do that when you're, when you're doing it. Right. When you, you know, but with, it sounds like a great cause, I, and I hope it's for real. And I hope it's, I mean, it's so cool. You know, you know, who wouldn't buy, you know, be about, you know, beer can or whatever with a soldier's name on it and his story. They're, they're collectors' items, if anything. You know, right. So, God yeah, bless. I, I hope it's a God great bless. charity. God I hope it's, it's, you know, doing something great, and you know, not somebody yep. just pocketing money for themselves. Yep. Um, well, but do check it out, and see, you know, if it's a great charity and, and how much money is being given, um, like Louise says, because you never know. Um, no, you don't. 
But no, I mean, it's easy enough. I mean, it's easy enough to get on the damn computer and look up these charities and see if they're legit, you know, and see see what they're about, you know, and see, you know, try to find out exactly how much money is being donated to that charity. Because charity. a lot of right. times not the whole amount that you're giving is going to the charity, you know. So um, if it's a, a worthy amount, I mean, look, you, you got to make money too in a, in a sense, but, you know, um, but if you're seeing something where it's very lopsided, you know, be, beware. That's all. Well, you have to at least cover so, your expenses, so, but yeah, exactly. you don't have to yeah. pay yourself a, an immense salary, you know, and exactly. pay the charities 10%, you know. I mean, that's right. that's ridiculous, but, you know, like you say, so many people can get on the wrong side of charities and become very greedy. So you do need to check them out. Um, but that yep. one just sounded like a, a great idea, and I hope it's a good charity. Um, but Let me just put this up. Let me put this out there. I'm going to um, so. I'm I'm try to have um, weekly, I'm going to try to get people on from, you know, past Amazing Race um, to call in and chat with us and see, you know, get their point of view. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. And um, like I said, it's so good to be back. And I thank you so much. I love you guys. And um, I love hearing my Louie Louie theme. <laughs> I love hearing, <laughs> I love hearing Ron. I love hearing Ron Rad's voice. I love hearing you guys. Thank you so much. You guys, like I've always said, you guys are the backbone of this. And without you, we would have nothing. So um, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, well, thank you. Thank you for coming um, back. We certainly appreciate <laughs> it. Um, you know, I'm so we welcome. didn't have any fan calls tonight, but I'm sure, you know, it's our first Sunday back on the air, and I'm sure oh, it's okay. once it's people right. get used to us having, um, you know, Sunday shows again, we'll start getting more people back, and, you know, we'll start getting more people joining the show, but um, our first Sunday oh, back. Oh, Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. We had a, we had a lot to do I to just, catch up. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, I just started advertising a day ago, so <laughs> it wasn't mm-hmm. time to get a lot of info out there. But we'll nope. we'll start getting more and more people in and uh, more people joining in on our, our conversations. And can't wait to get some racers in here talking with us about the episodes. Yes. And, uh, it's fun hearing about you in the 20s going to the uh, event. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were awesome. I mean, there was some really like big name survivor people there. Um, um, I'm, 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 I'm trying to remember the names, like like um, a couple of the pretty boys, like they they you know they were there, the the girls, you know, the people that really stuck out like on their seasons. Um, if you said names, like Joe was one of Joe. them. Joe, that's what I was gonna say, Joe. Yeah, yeah, he was there. he was he was a hot shit. Oh my god, he was so cool. Me and him hung out a lot. Um, um, if you go back on my pictures on Facebook, you'll see me with them and stuff at this event. Um, but it was such a good time. It was such a well put on cause. Ronnie's a, Ronnie is a cool, cool guy. Really nice. I met his whole family. Um, he did such an amazing job putting that whole thing together for the charity. So um, I got a few cat. I got um, in on October 17th. I got this um, event coming up. Um, it's called the Amazing Wish Race. It's kind of like a uh, um, and it is um, it's amazing wishes. Is, um, I'm sorry, um, children's wishes. It's amazing children's wishes race. Children's wishes 
is a organization that gives to children who have their last wish type thing. And um and um I am running I am hosting the Amazing Wish Race, which is the sixth year in a row now. And um it's always a lot of fun. Teams of four race around Rhode Island, um looking go getting to a, a certain section in Rhode Island and performing an event that is put um put together. Like Hasbro is in Rhode Island, so they would actually go to the Hasbro factory, and one year they had to put together a a big Mr. Potato Head, you know, um, and it had to be made like the original model, so it was pretty funny and cool, um, blindfolded, like and while your other team is yelling at you to put it together. Um, it, it's just fun, but your, your, your time for your event, not your road time, because then that would be dangerous. So, um, So it's a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to that, so... That's coming up soon. Wow. That yeah. sounds amazing. I love yes. those charities that give back to kids, you know, yep. especially the ones who awesome. are going through such tough times. Exactly. All right. I love you guys. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I will um, um, I'll see you next Sunday, and um, we'll do it again. So. Absolutely. It's great to have you back with us, Louie. You're welcome. Love you guys. Have a good night. All right. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. I just adore Louie. I'm so glad to have him back. Paul, you're being very quiet tonight. I haven't watched the episode yet, so maybe that's just... Oh. 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 You were enthralled in sports today. <laughs> yep. I saw that okay. the Vikings beat the Chargers, huh? Yes, sirree. Handily. Pretty good. They're a good team. We got Adrian Peterson back, so it makes a huge difference. Nice. Uh, the Rams performed uh, typically. <laughs> wow! Well, I know it's they, Sunday night. Didn't the Go Rams ahead. have uh, a? Did they win last week? It was against Seattle, wasn't it? Did they win or come close they, to win? I forget. No, they won their first game against Seattle. They okay. lost last week to the Redskins, and they lost today, twelve to six, to Pittsburgh. And they. From what I understand, uh, they knocked out uh, Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger might have a serious knee injury. So, Oh, I did not hear that. Yep. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But <laughs> I don't know either. So when They might be uh, going bye-bye. I know the, uh, I know the uh, preseason games have started with the NHL, but uh, when's the regular season start? October the 8th. Pretty soon. Yep. Yep. Can't wait. Hope spring's eternal in the fall, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I think, actually, I think the Wild is one of our earliest games, like the second game of the season or something. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> That's part of it. 
Oh, those damn Blackhawks. Yeah. The thorns in our side. Yep. (laughs) Eternal thorns. Well, hopefully we'll all get our turn at being good. Yes. Amen to that. That's exciting. So is everybody going to watch or look out for the, the... Red moon tonight, the blood moon. I didn't know it was a blood. Well, at least here in Minnesota, it's at nine forty-seven. Barring any cloud cover, we've got an eclipse. Yeah, it's called a blood moon because of its uh, um, because of it's a total eclipse, and because it's one of those moons that's when it's the closest to the Earth. So it's the largest the moon ever appears. Also called the supermoon. Yeah, it only happens every few years. But the 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 uh, supermoon coinciding with the lunar eclipse only happens. It hasn't happened since I think 1982, and it won't happen again till 2030 something. So, 33. Wow. I would I, I would say for us older folks, this would be a good opportunity. <laughs> I don't quite know what we'll be doing in 2033. <laughs> I'm looking at my sky right now, and uh, it looks like they didn't do a good job forecasting. It's I don't see any breaks in my clouds. So. Yeah, oh. we're pretty clouded up, too. I hope it breaks some. It, you know, it does last for a little while. It's not just going to be there for a split second and gone. So hopefully we'll be able, to, you know, we'll all be able to see, you know, some of it at some point. Um, we'll watch the news coverage. <laughs> <laughs> it should be, you know, something to see. It looks huge. Like they have some pictures that I've, I've checked out online and. From what I see that they're showing online, it looks like the moon will be huge. Um, so I'm anxious to see it tonight. I want to see what it's going to look like. So I just wanted to mention that I know it's Sunday night and everybody probably has things that they'd rather be doing. So that I'm not might gonna... be. I don't know. That might be Leah on the switchboard. That's. She always blocks, but maybe she's just listening. I don't know. They haven't pressed one, so if you're on our switchboard and you'd like to join us on air, please press the number one key because we're about to sign off. I think they're just listening, so I think there's a lot of people still out in Vegas and different parts of the country who are traveling and such, so might be somebody just listening in on us, um, but I want to remind everybody to join us tomorrow for the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. She's just going to be getting back from California and Vegas and 
the Big Brother 17 finale wrap parties, so I'm sure she's going to have a lot to talk about, so make sure you join us for that. Then back here again on Thursday night for... Sorry, I'm seeing... Oh, that's Paul. Okay. For the Survivor Mike and the Mike show with Big Mike Albright. And that show is now also, we've moved it up. It used to be a later show, but we've moved it up to 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central as well. And then back here again on Sunday for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop show with new with our host, Louis Stravato. So we're back to doing three shows a week. I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Tell everyone you know. We'd like to fill up this chat room next Sunday. So, again, thank you for being here. Have a great night. Check out that supermoon tonight. We're going to close it with Ron as we always do. Everybody, take care. God bless. Here's Ron. Good night, y'all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great one. Everybody take care. Hope to see you tomorrow for the Manic Monday show. Everybody on the line, say good night. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Good night. And be kind to each other. That's a wrap. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.